0: From WGVU, this is Focus West Michigan for Thursday, February 15, 2024. I'm Joe Balecki. For our main feature today, Shelly Irwin talks to violinist Chi Yun ahead of her performance with the West Michigan Symphony. Also, Free Fishing Weekend is on the way. The Michigan GOP has a new chair and more state and West Michigan news. Focus West Michigan is brought to you by listeners like you. To support this show and everything we do, visit wgvunews.org and click the donate button. Michigan's Free Fishing Weekend Winter Edition starts this Saturday. As WGVU's Steve Morrison reports, there are other freebies too.
1: During Free Fishing Weekend, the Department of Natural Resources allows two full days for residents and visitors to fish without a license. The DNR also waives entry fees for vehicles in Michigan's 103 state parks and more than 1,300 boat launches. All other regulations apply, so officers suggest people learn about the most current fishing requirements on the DNR website. Michigan has celebrated Free Fishing Weekend since 1986 to promote the sport on the state's 3,000 miles of shoreline, 10,000-plus inland lakes, and more. More than 52,000 miles of rivers and streams. Officers encourage those who do have a fishing license to take out someone new to try the sport. They advise anyone fishing to dress for changing winter weather and to be extremely cautious about ice safety. I'm Dee Morrison.
0: The National Republican Party is officially taking a side on who leads the Michigan GOP. The Republican National Committee voted yesterday to recognize former Congressman Pete Hoekstra as state party chair, Hookstra was selected by a breakaway faction that voted to oust former chair Christina Kuramo, saying she was falling short on fundraising and leadership. Kuramo said the vote was illegitimate, and she did not immediately respond to a message seeking comment on the National Party's decision. Hookstra says he has already gotten to work to mobilize Michigan Republicans and re-elect Donald Trump. An exhibit highlighting modern African art is currently on display in Holland. WGVU's David Limbaugh spoke with Kruisinga Art Museum's Collections Manager about the show. Deep Roots, New Shoots, Modern and Contemporary African Art from the
2: CAM collection, features 40 African artworks created between the 1960s and the early 2020s. Andy Near with the museum talks about how the exhibit came to be. What the museum was built for uh, was to sort of bring the world to Hope College. So since we opened, we started collecting artwork from all all over the world. And one of those places was the continent of Africa. What we wanted to do is we wanted to show sort of a sampling of contemporary art coming out of
0: Africa today. The
2: pieces represent a diverse variety of styles and reflect a broad range of themes and issues, from ethnic and national pride to struggles against various forms of injustice and inequality. It's paying homage to a deep, rich African tradition while also being very contemporary. Nier says the exhibition is a great way for people to learn about all the different forms of art that are coming from an off- an overlooked region of our world. I think it's a a really beautiful way to sort of showcase, you know, the talents of a very diverse body of people. The exhibit runs through May 18th, and admission to the Cruisinga Art Museum on the Hope College campus is always free. I'm David Limbaugh.
0: Governor Gretchen Whitmer and U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen made a joint appearance yesterday before business leaders. Their purpose was to install some optimism about the economy. We have more from Rick Paluda. The duo
2: made their joint pitch to the Detroit Economic, Club, As Michigan's job and wage numbers are improving, but President Joe Biden's poll numbers are not. A recent Glenn Gareth survey of likely voters shows Biden trailing former President Donald Trump by eight points in Michigan. Yellen also stopped this week in the battleground industrial state of Pennsylvania. She says people's attitudes haven't caught up yet to what's happening with inflation, employment, and paychecks.
3: And I think Americans are beginning to feel better about the economy.
2: Trump is slated to make a Michigan stop on Saturday, ahead of Michigan's February 27th primary that he's expected to easily win. I'm Rick Pluta
0: in Detroit. The Michigan House passed a resolution yesterday to denounce the use of racist language among lawmakers. Colin Jackson has more. The move comes after Republican Representative Josh Shriver retweeted a message supporting the replacement theory. It's racist rhetoric that suggests elites are trying to replace white people with non white people. Shriver says he condemns bigotry, but.
2: Free speech, especially includes speech we
0: don't agree with. But Democratic Representative Jason Hoskins, who sponsored the resolution, says lawmakers' words carry more weight. Promoting harmful, racist, xenophobic concepts and rhetoric can only serve to validate them when they come from someone serving as an elected official from this chamber. Shriver has lost his staff and committee assignment. I'm Colin Jackson in Lansing. Michigan might soon see legislation dealing with microplastics, tiny pieces of plastic that accumulate in the environment. A package of five bills could spur testing and regulation at state agencies and put stricter requirements in place for preventing plastic from entering waterways. State Representative Rachel Hood, a Democrat from Grand Rapids, is drafting the
1: bills.
3: We know that microplastics exist now, and so we need to act now rather than to wait until it's too late
1: and too difficult and too expensive.
0: There's currently no state legislation on the books regulating microplastics, but studies in the region find hundreds of pieces of plastic in certain Great Lakes fish. Research has also found microplastics in our bodies. The effects are still unknown. On Tuesday, the Michigan State Senate unanimously passed a bill that would require drivers to stay at least 200 feet away from snowplows. WGVU's David Limbaugh spoke with the managing director of the Kent County Road Commission on how the new bill would affect his crews and West Michigan drivers.
2: Jerry Byrne with the Kent County Road Commission says the new bill is not necessarily about enforcement, but about changing driver behavior and keeping everyone safe.
4: And this really puts a little bit of teeth in it, so when we are
2: rear-ended, it puts the responsibility back on that motorist. Byrne says that while 200 feet, or about the length of 12 cars, seems like a large berth to give snowplows, in adverse weather conditions, it's necessary.
4: 200 feet is a lot of distance. On a Sunday day, it's not a lot of distance on a snowy day, on slippery conditions. We're going 20, you're going 40, that 200 feet's gonna shrink really quick.
2: According to Byrne, the bill came about when road agencies began looking at other states with similar laws and saw that incidents were on the decline. If passed, the law would still allow drivers to pass a snowplow on the left, but would require them to stay at least 20 feet back from a snowplow stopped at an intersection so that plow could back up if needed. Byrne says ultimately, the bill is an important step in keeping both workers and drivers safe
4: really there to protect the motorists, bring another awareness that, look, you need to
2: back off, you need to let these folks do their job, and don't crowd the plow. The bill now goes to a House committee where it will need to be approved before reaching the governor's desk. I'm David Limbaugh.
0: More than 550 illegal guns have been taken off the streets in a recent statewide crackdown. As WGVU's D Morrison reports, it targets people with criminal histories.
1: During Operation Safe Neighborhood, law enforcement officers across the state checked in with more than 5,300 high-risk felony offenders—people who cannot legally possess a gun due to prior criminal convictions. The sweep resulted in 571 illegal guns. Officers also recovered ammunition and illegal drugs. In Operation Safe Neighborhoods, parole and probation agents team up with local law enforcement to conduct targeted compliance checks on probationers and parolees who are legally prohibited from possessing a firearm. The plan focused on individuals who have weapons possession in their criminal history and could use weapons to commit further crime. Nearly one in three reported violent crimes in Michigan involve a firearm, according to statistics from the governor's office. I'm Dee Morrison.
2: Next time on Hearts of Space, we return to the far-north jazz of Scandinavia
0: and Northern Europe. Music is by Tord Gustafsson, Teria Ripdahl, John Sermon, Ralph Towner, Arve Henriksen, and others. I'm Stephen Hill, a program called North Jazz 2, on the next Hearts of Space. Sunday night at 9, here on WGVU-FM, the WGVU app, and your smart speaker. The West Michigan Symphony welcomes violinist Chi Yun to the stage the evening of February 23rd. WGVU's Shelley Irwin caught up with Chi Yun. Her work has been described as charming and charismatic.
4: Come 7.30 on Friday, February 23rd, my next guest returns to reprise a magnificent program for a live in-person audience. That person, Chi Young, violinist, described as charming, charismatic, and of course, uh, ready to uh, grace our stage at the Froenthal Theater, of course, on this 23rd. Chi Young, on the line. Good morning to you.
3: Good morning. How are you? I am doing
4: fine. Uh, Do you practice your violin every day?
3: Yes, I do. It's like, you know, everybody going to work, you know, Monday through Friday, except that I usually, you know, perform on weekends. And So, yeah, but I mean, I don't even think of it as work, really. It's just, I love it. I love my violin. I love practicing it, and I love the music, so...
4: Well, uh, and uh, obviously you love what you, you do, and certainly as do we, because we, uh, according to my notes, we're bringing you back in uh, a roundabout way. I think uh, uh, put our hats on uh, uh, bringing back 2020. It looks like the West Michigan Symphony was the first orchestra in the U.S. to return to a stage via a virtual concert series, and you were featured. Ji Young?
3: I remember that very fondly, and of course it meant so much to me that you know because everything was completely stopped as you remember mm. and so getting work with west michigan symphony meant a great deal and um, i'm thrilled to come back and you know meet everybody in person
4: yes. i'll give all the details let's talk about uh of course what we will hear but before that i still want to put the uh, the person to you when did you pick up your your first violin and tell us a little bit about you chi-young
3: sure um i started playing the piano first when i was i think about like five years old and then i picked i switched the violin because there was only one piano in the house and my older sister um i'm the fourth of the four children the youngest my oldest sister was already accomplished young pianist at the time and she was preparing for her competitions and there was just not enough time for me to practice on it Mm -hmm. or my mother reminded me she said you will not get off the bench so I had to force you off the piano. and then I looked at my other sister who was practicing the violin but in tears and she really wanted to become a ballerina so I made a little pact with her and I said why don't I practice the violin for you and so that was when I was six years old and Never looked back since.
4: <laughs> nice. Thank you for doing that, or we wouldn't be seeing you Friday, February 23rd. What have been some highlights thus far in your life? Well, I mean,
3: coming to America was probably the biggest highlight when I was 13 years old and arriving in New York to study at Juilliard with mm-hmm. um Lake Dorothy, Ville. And I had wonderful teachers and, you know, playing with the New York Philharmonics at the Young People's Concert when I was 14 years old. Um, You know, that was like culture shock at the same time. I remember specifically that concert because I was more worried about being interviewed on stage after my performance (laughs) because my English wasn't that great. You know, only it had been barely a year. No, it was nine months after I had come to America. So that was really fun. Um, Since then, i played at the White House. For the president, mm. um, and um, you know, winning competition and having management, commercial management like Opus 3, um, and helping my you know career and just traveling the world and making CDs and make you know making contact with one of conductors like Scott Speck. I've known Scott That's... for years, wow. decades. and so it's such a joy and he's been just so wonderful and incredibly supportive all these years. So, you know, you never forget, uh, a great friend you
4: know yes yes our music director scott's back again west michigan symphony you returning for this groundbreaking four seasons program charming and charismatic you are described chi young of course that is friday february 23rd so yes let's get into what we hear this will be uh remind me a a reprise of of the program we heard in 2020 yes
3: so um in 2020 you know um, I was scheduled to perform and we, I think, I don't know, is it called four seasons or both Vivaldi and Castella mm-hmm. or eight seasons? I'm not quite sure. But it's basically you get to hear me both first half and the second half. You know, usually when the orchestra brings in a soloist, soloist will make an appearance either, either half, either the first or the second half. But in this concert, I'll be just about playing the whole concert and, and we will be sort of playing, going back in time to Baroque era to play Vivaldi one season, and then coming to current season um, playing tango music. So it will be really fun, and it's um, and I play without music, so it oh. will be it's a lot of fun though because it's challenging, and you know gets so many butterflies in my stomach before the concert. But once you're on stage, and and as the audience members will see that um, everybody has such important part because it's a reduced um, string orchestra and with a harpsichord and um, so it will be not as many people on stage but we have to work extra hard to make you know ourselves sound great and just be part of it and it is so much fun um and scott it was scott yes. um, scott's
4: back scott's back right
3: And he had actually suggested this eight seasons program uh, more than ten years ago when he invited me to play with his uh, one of many other orchestras, Chicago Philharmonic. And um, so I said, well, I've done both pieces, but and I memorized both of them, but I've never quite done them at the same time, especially alternating the seasons. I mean, alternating the. Composers. You know, you start with Vivaldi and then doing the piazzolla and go back to Vivaldi and piazzolla. So I said, sure, why not? Let's give it a try. And we had so much fun doing it. And so I've been doing it. I, I mean, that's the only way I play eight seasons now.
4: <laughs> nice. Again, cheat Young with us. You'll hear her on the 23rd of february that evening it's a friday returning to reprise a magnificent program for this live in-person audience of course for one theater you can't beat under the direction of music director scott speck and we'll keep you busy that week it looks like uh you will be performing uh, uh for a master class a student master class on that wednesday and then a free downtown lunch and learn on that thursday so uh um, in addition to a solo recital program at the block, I hope that's uh, all in your list of things to do.
3: Yeah, it's almost like you know concerts every day.
4: Um, I'm in Muskegon, um, so it will be fun. Keep
3: you busy. Yep. Yeah.
4: Are you okay with the description of charming and charismatic? Of the pieces. Yes, uh, it, well, you are described as a charming, charismatic violinist, uh, so little birdies have been talking about you. I think that's a compliment.
3: Oh, thank you so much. That is a very kind of you, and I will try to bring the best choice, and there's charisma on stage, but absolutely, the, the music will help me, and... I am going to be bring two dresses so, you know, mm-hmm. the people won't be bored with the same, seeing the same dress both have.
4: <laughs> I don't, I think that's the least of, of what we uh, uh, what we are are uh, being troubled with. It's the sound and, of course, your performance and uh, obviously the whole symphony behind you as well. How do we find out more about your work, chi Young?
3: Well, you could also find my YouTube channel and also I'm, I'm on social platforms media you know and Facebook there's a fan page with my name Chiyun and also on Instagram so and I think I'm on Spotify, Apple Music something like that so if you google me or if you tell Alexa to play Chiyun I think Alexa will play so I'd probably not say that on the phone now because my Alexa might think that I'm calling her
4: it's all good you're charming, charismatic. You do as a violinist return to West Michigan Symphony for this groundbreaking Four Seasons program, Chi Young. Of course, that's Friday, February twenty-third. WestMichiganSymphony.org for your tickets. All right, have fun. Uh, looks like uh, we will open, you, welcome you with opening arms. Come the twenty-third and before. Thank you, Chi Young.
3: Thank you, Shelly.
0: This has been Focus West Michigan from WGVU for Thursday, February 15, 2024. I'm Joe Bilecki. Our audio operations manager is Rick Bierling, and our news and public affairs director is Patrick Center. We'll be back with more news and events in West Michigan tomorrow, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.